1: You're listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, welcome back to Adam Carriker on The Ticket. I don't know if speaking every Friday. It's a big deal, Friday. All right. First of all, I want to say some thank yous. I want to say some thank yous to uh, people to, who, who listen to this show each and every week. All right, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join me or if you're just stuck in the car with nothing else to do and you're stuck with me i appreciate you taking the time to do that anyways also all the guests who joined me since i started doing this i think with the ticket back in april as i go forward things i do otherwise i want to thank all the guests uh you know as a kid growing up like i I grew up watching cluster i grew up watching a lot of these guys i heard about tony davis tough tony davis from my dad and now he doesn't like to be called tough tony and now i know that because i asked him on monday he uh he confirmed that, so I told my dad. I said, don't call him Top Tony when you meet him. All right, but the, the, the fact that I have the opportunity to interview a lot of these people is incredibly awesome and humbling for me, so I want to thank everyone who takes the time to join me on, on this show and any other show that I do as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, check out gelandscapesupply.com or call 402-467-1627. Also, check out characterchronicles.com. It's just a fact. All your football hopes and dreams will come true. Now it's time for the people segment. All right. First question. Longskur says, with the way NU fans travel, do you think the Nebraska can go bowling at 5 and 7? The answer is yes. I don't want to go to a bowl of 5 and 7. I don't academics are important. Academics are more important, important than what happens on the field. That being said, I don't want to go to a bowl game because of some academic I don't know, loophole. I don't know how else to put it. Sorry for a lack of a better way to phrase that. Or just because we have great fans, even though they are phenomenal. I want to go because we're at least six and six, at least seven and five, or if cluster's right, eight and four. Like I want to go because our record says we should go. There's already 9,422 million bowl games. We can't make one of those without having to qualify otherwise. To answer your question, yes. I just don't want to do it that way. But I appreciate the question as always. All right, Notorious BIB says, and I agree with this question, and I agree with this sentiment in general. Notorious BIB says it's kind of funny to me that in the last year of the Pac 12, as we know it, then it goes to the mighty Pac 2 or whatever they decide to do. They are having one of their best seasons as a conference. Probably the best top to bottom conference they've ever had. I think back to the year 2000s. So you got to keep in mind, I was born at Hastings when I was young. My dad's job took me up state of Washington. So that's where I, I grew up. I grew up in Pac 10 country. Okay. Uh, now Pac-12, obviously. 2000, all right, Washington beat Miami that year, okay, back when Miami was really, really good, right before they went on their run and won a couple national titles, okay. And they won the Rose Bowl. They finished, I think, fourth in the country. Also, Oregon State throttled Notre Dame that year in the Fiesta Bowl, like 41-9, to a team that had Ocho Cinco, a team that had T.J. Huchmanzada. Oregon State's current head coach was their quarterback at the time, Ken Simonton, I believe, was the running back. And they finished fifth in the country. Then you had Oregon, whose only two losses that year were to Oregon State. And then actually, I think they beat Washington. So I forget who their second loss was because that was Washington's only loss. They finished like eighth in the country and they beat Texas in the Holiday Bowl that year. A Texas team that had like Roy Williams, Colt McCoy, all those guys. That's the the most loaded Pac-10, Pac-12 conference that I can think of. And the Pac, they just, they haven't been as relevant for quite a while. There has been some major mistakes made by the commissioner of that conference it makes me sad to see that conference going away because that's I grew up watching Big 12 Nebraska and the Pac-12 because well that's what was on my TV regionally and so for me it's hard to see it go away but I'm with you I it's it's crazy that this is like maybe the deepest conference they've ever had since I started watching football and I can remember things which was really 94 ironically the first year I started remembering you know, actual college football and understood what was going on and things of that nature, okay, probably the best they've ever had. And then they won't be around next year. Now, you know, one conference's loss is the Big Ten's phenomenal gain. So I look forward to that as well and all the matchups we're going to get next year and going forward, it's going to be awesome. Now, I did mention I would talk a little bit of Nebraska volleyball. I know we don't have a whole lot of time here, but I want to honor my word. Plus, we got the number two team in the country undefeated. So they're taking on Michigan State tonight. Michigan State's 11-6, and 6, and they got number 13 Penn State tomorrow night. All right, now slow starts have been kind of the norm for the Huskers over this last four-game road trip. They beat the Spartans last weekend in East Lansing. At least East Lansing, easy for me to say, three sets to one. Lindsey Krause, the reigning player of the week, okay, 3.43 kills per set on a four fifty eight hitting percentage and four service aces. Man, that's pretty good stuff right there. Season-high kills. Of 15 kills and just one error on 27 swings for a 519 hitting percentage. She also had two aces and five digs in Saturday's win, a sweep over Michigan. All right. Friday night's win over Michigan State, Kraus posted nine kills with four digs and two aces while hitting 381. Pretty good stuff right there, ladies and gentlemen. All right. For the weekend, Kraus totaled 24 kills and just two hitting errors on 48 swings. That's crazy. Nebraska is 26 and 11 all time, again, against Penn State. Remember, they're one of the best volleyball programs in the entire country, historically, especially Penn State. And Nebraska has won the last five matches. The Huskers are 12 and 1 against Penn State since 2015. Penn State's last win in Lincoln was November 30th, 2013. And because I'm not a coach and I'm not a player, I can do what I want. And that means I get to look ahead. Obviously, let's take care of business versus Michigan State, Penn State. Uh, let's have the football and volleyball teams just destroy Northwestern, and that'd be great. And then October 21st. All right. Number one, Wisconsin comes to Lincoln, takes on number two, Nebraska. I can't wait for that matchup. And when I asked Jordan Larson about that matchup, she gave me the ultimate coach answer, the perfect answer. Well, oh, I haven't even watched much film on them yet. I believe her, kind of. But she's a coach. She's doing her job, and I can't wait to watch her as she continues to assist John Cook and the number two team in the country, which does not have a senior, I might add. Pretty impressive, and I can't wait for that matchup versus the number one Badgers. All right, until next time, Husker Nation, go big red. Have a great weekend, and always remember to throw the ball.